Almost a weekend and you don't know what to do Or you just need something fun to listen to Southside Pod! Yes, we're on the Southside air Pod. And the gang's all here, all things on the Southside We're listening to the Southside Pod Looking for the best Southside breweries Or you might just need an awesome place to eat Green, Blue Island, Beverly, pay listen, all sub to your tuned in to the Southside Pod. Southside Pod! Oklahoma, Midlothian, Old Fort Chicago Ridge, Flossmore, and Bridgeview, you're listening to Southside Pod! A professional organizer on this show to help you get rid of your dead relatives' old Christmas stuff. Why is that up in your house? And we have a Southside Park Ranger with an event here on the Southside at an actual national landmark that has Santa Claus and pictures for free and much, much more. This is Southside Pod. My name is Chris. That's Bill. That's Mike. Belly on up to the nine-foot homemade oak bar. Pour yourself a cold one. It's 30 minutes of good in a world of dumb. Brought to you by Tom Walsh, your Edward Jones financial advisor at the corner of 111th and Kedzie. Two out of three guys at this bar keep their money with Tom. Mike's just stupid. I don't know what he's thinking. See what Tom can do for your saving, your retirement, your investments. Give him a call. 773-779-0023. Have you ever had to help your child with homework? Yes. Math? Any math? Yes. I was. Are you, are you going to complain about the new math thing? Because no, it's really no, not no, no, no. This no. is. He's, he's uh, going to complain about parents. I, I was. Uh, I dropped my one daughter off at gymnastics, and I'm sitting in like the vestibule, like just waiting for her at this point, right? And there's right. tables there, uh, and I overhear a father and a, an older daughter, probably maybe their younger daughter was at gymnastics as well, but uh, doing their homework because this was after school. And it started off gently enough where like, okay, well, seven times nine, okay, 63. Like talking about multiplication, okay, whatever. I'm just kind of in the background hearing this because they're at the, like almost the same table as me. And then the word problem started in. And I hear the daughter read a problem saying, there's um, two teams and there is 15 pizzas. How many pizzas does each team get? And the father goes, well, how many? And she goes, Two, remainder one. Like, like straight off the bat, two, remainder one, right? 15 Se- divided by seven. Seven teams, 15 I'm pizzas. sorry, did I say that wrong? Yeah, seven okay. teams, 15 pizzas. Seven teams, 15 pizzas. Thank you. So edit that, Chris. Two times seven, 14, I'm not editing anything. One. I want people to hear you correct Bill. Like the Aww, nerd that you thank are. Thank you. But that has the Just let them tell the story. Lot, that has a lot to do with the most story. People, yeah. most Otherwise, people, the story listen, sucks. Most people had already tuned out and were scrolling in their phones at that math, moment. Math, they were math. like, four, they were like, I don't know, the Southside Pod, they're doing math. Pizzas. I, they're more fun teams. when they're drinking. Huh? 15 pizzas, seven teams. Okay. She rattles off two remainder one. He goes, okay. well, I kind of have a problem with that. <laughs> That's I'm, awesome. I'm like scrolling Facebook and I kind of perk my eye. I'm like, hmm. I wonder what his problem is. What right? was his problem? I like to study people. Yeah. And listen to people. And he starts saying this whole diatribe about how pizza, you can totally split up. He's like, you're not just going to waste the pizza. There's no remainder one when you talk about pizza. He's like, kids love pizza. So actually, it's going to be like each team gets two pe- two pizzas and like a maybe, slice. A, maybe a slice and a half. Right. And he started going on and on. He goes, remember that last question about coins? He's like, yeah, if it was coins, 
Yeah, no one would get that. You can't split up a coin. Because, first of all, it's <laughs> very of hard eight. to do. Right. He goes, and I, and I, this is literally, I'm not making this up. I took notes. That's how interesting this guy Did, was getting it, Was on. Dad unhinged? Did he have a bad day? He seemed was like he, he just was being very, funny? Like, like what was he doing? No, he was, he was not being funny. He, he was, was He seemed like he was anxious. Like, he was, like, he was having a bad day. He was and this bad is at what math is what it was. Yeah. Yeah. He should have yelled you can't at his split boss, up a but coin. instead he's going to yell about He said that would be... He's like really hard to do, almost impossible, you, and you probably get in federally you illegal. Deface, yeah. You'd get in trouble. Can't that's a crime. Money. He goes, and what about the person with the teams? How many people would be on a team? That would mean like you'd need four and like a third persons. He's like, that would be gruesome. He's like, if you oh had a God. third of a person, oh he's like, God. you can't do that. He's like, but pizza, you could totally do pizza. And he's working himself up, and I'm looking. I'm like, dude, like relax. Like, can you imagine if later on in life, she explains to somebody? You can cut up pizza. Yeah, but you that's can't okay. But you person. can't cut up people because right. that would be gruesome. Right. And then she just gives a weird look. He ended this whole thing about how he's going to email us her teacher about this because he had oh, a problem I hope with he it. Did. Oh, that's brilliant. and all I could think about is like, can you CC me on this? Yeah, can I can I get a copy <laughs> of that one? Can you post that on Facebook? Oh, you know what? I'll wait for the teacher to post it. Right. Exactly. Look at what this idiot wrote me. <laughs> <laughs> you can cut up a pizza, but you can't cut up a person because that would be illegal you can cut up a pizza but once you cut up a person you go to federal prison one two three four five six seven eight slices for my pizza party one two three four five six seven eight slices of a person that's that's just that's gruesome Gruesome. I don't know if any of you uh, watched the Netflix series Dahmer. I didn't watch it. We lived it. Yeah, we didn't live it. I was there. Right, you escaped, I think. Didn't you escape one of them? He did. He approached me. You lived in Milwaukee. I was in a bar. Stint. I was dancing there. I mean, I was only in ten. Relax. I just want to take some pictures. Right. Right, and you were like, "No, I have a podcast today." Right. And you got out of there. Nice guy. Had good candy. I yeah. (laughs) Give you wine with the candy. Right. Yeah. But in that wine was. Drugs. There were drugs. There in the were wine. drugs in there. There were drugs in the wine. And that's and that when you drank that's why it. Why such a high tolerance? Oh, so you did drink the wine? Yeah, the Dahmer wine. The Dahmer wine. The Dahmer wine. The Dahmer vintage. I make a version of Dahmer wine here behind the Do bar. Do you? Can I have yeah. a glass, please? Sure. All right. Promise not to kill me. Sure. Cut a pizza, but you can't cut a person unless you're Jeffrey. Cut a pizza, but you can't cut a person. Cut up a pizza, but you can't cut up a person unless you're Jeffrey Dama. Cut myself into pieces. This is my last resort. Cut yourself into pizza. Joining me down here at the Nine Foot Homemade Oak Bar, Colleen Klimzak is back. How are you, Colleen? I am great. Thanks so much for having me back. I'm excited. If you don't remember Colleen, she is a professional organizer, 
Easiest way to describe what she does. Peace of mind professional organizing is her company. Her new podcast being produced here in the broadcast basement, a couple of episodes out by now. There's going to be one every week. We're, we're expecting it out on Tuesdays. Your Organized Life, you can get it on any podcast player, all right? Or you can go to your website to get it. What's your website? Peace of mind, PO.com. Okay, there you go. I know we've had you on the show before. Yeah. And you, you talk about, you know, decluttering Absolutely. for people. Yes. And you do it in their everyday lives. Yes. But with everyday decluttering, I think it's a little bit easier to tell somebody, do you really need this? Maybe you should throw this away. <laughs> when it's Christmas, it's sentimental. It's grandma's. I, it's great grandma's. It is. It's, it's attached to some memory. Even though it's been chipped six times, you used a magic marker to color Duct in tape. the spots that are screwed up. It's been super glued. The head, the head's back on whatever elf that you did. I mean, grandma's been dead for a long time. So you can okay? see me and hesitating. And she doesn't care. But you feel like if you get rid of it, she's going she's she's gonna gonna to haunt know. you. She's going to know. She's going to show up like, like, like Marley does with Scrooge, <laughs> rattling her chains, asking why you threw out that knickknack. Don't you love me that anymore? That nutcracker that's missing an arm. Why did you throw that away? My papa gave that to me before we crossed the ocean to come to this country. Like, that's what you're afraid of, so you don't want to throw it away. Now you're making me feel really guilty about this little <laughs> snowman advent calendar. Oh, I'm I'm feeling some... So, okay, I got to come completely clean. It is the first week of December, uh-huh. and we have decor up. My tree won't be up for until this weekend. Like, I just don't put it up. Um, I'm not one of those put it up in October, take it down in February kind of person. I'm just not. Um, I really love the look of it, but we don't have it up for months or, you know, even like multiple weeks. So um, that's just me. Like I said, it's not a big house. Um, I have my creche up. I have other decorations, you know, decorations and things like that. And before you go any further, Colleen, I want to remind all the Southside Pod listeners that they can switch to a new age of life for themselves, their mother and father, grandma and grandpa. Let's say you got some people that may be eventually leaving you some Christmas junk. There is no reason to take that now. Keep them in their home instead of assisted living. The moment they go there, they're dropping off more Christmas stuff at your house. And you want to keep them in the home. You want to keep them independent. Nobody wants to move out. Make your home into a smart home with Hyatt Home Medical Equipment. Reduce the fall risk, retrofit the bathtub, put aids around the house to help them get around. They also have the latest in CPAP technology. You get the latest and greatest machine to help with the sleep apnea. You can also get the latest and greatest in diabetes control. They're going to work with your insurance and they're going to take additional money off if you mention Southside Pod. It's all at HHME.com, Hyatt Home Medical Equipment at 3518 West 95th Street. And I threw that in there because I feel like you're beating around the bush. And I wanted to give you a chance to figure out what you're going to do with grandma's stuff. You saw me totally hesitating when I started to get around to answering the, yeah, okay. You don't know how to do it either. You're a professional <laughs> no, organizer. You don't know how to get rid of so it. So what we could do, um, what I recommend doing. So sometimes, ooh, it's too hard to just get rid of it completely. But what I will say is let's reshop. So let's look at the bins that are open in front of us and pick our f- 10 favorite things. Or, you know, this year, how do you feel about having all of the nutcrackers on the mantle and, you know, kind of having that like all together and so that they're not everywhere else, um, but you have that kind of that impact, right? So so you can appreciate the collection. Well, what that does is it means that not everything has to be out every year. Um, Because we do have too much. Uh, I have... 
you know, a full set of 12 Christmas dishes that I got like three years ago from a loved one. And it's great. If I'm not hosting Christmas dinner, I am not bringing out the Christmas dishes. I'm right. just not. Right. Um, so, so yeah, we haven't even brought all of our stuff out. Um, so doing it kind of a, a like, what is the theme this year? And so it's not necessarily parting with things completely, except we can always part with things completely. And that's great. Um, but maybe not everything has to go out every year. Um, the other thing that's really helpful because we do have things that we love and that's great is knowing, um, you know, who, if there's some place that maybe I could donate them or I could, um, you know, share them or sell them. So sometimes we hold off. off to my children. Well, I was going to get around to that one. So, um, the other thing too, that we can do, um, when we, as we get older, um, Maybe we're downsizing. So we're going to move from a four-bedroom house to a two-bedroom condo. So what I often encourage my clients who are doing that sort of thing is to, you know, write a note now about those antique nutcrackers and pass them on to the family members that are starting their Christmas you know, collecting their Christmas decor or, you know, sharing the ornament and, and telling the story or, or writing a note um, about it. So we can pass on those traditions. You have um, the nicest way of, I mean, you're sharing, you're <laughs> writing notes, you're passing on. I would just be like, give your junk to other people. Hey, well, you can would try. you like my broken nutcracker? Like, so I mean, here's the but thing. it comes with a nice note, and it was your Mima's, <laughs> so like, you have to take it or she'll haunt you. So here's the other part of it: is you have to be okay with whatever they choose to do with it, and yeah. so they may, if you. If you relinquish that, it's gone. <laughs> you you have to let go emotionally too of, I'm going to hand it off to this person and now it really is their responsibility. I can't say, well, if you're going to get rid of it, just give it back to me. Nope. If I let it go, then it has to stay gone. Um, but it is kind of a nice way to, you know, keep the traditions um, and maybe you pick somebody that like, you know, you know would appreciate it because they are also interested in X, Y, or Z or something like that. So your kids are a little younger than mine. I have more grown adult people um, in my house. So, you know, late teens, early 20s. And so they really are establishing their own homes. So when I take out my ornaments... This is how you're organizing. You're giving your stuff away. No. That's what you're doing. There is no emotional baggage. (laughs) That's what you're doing. No. Um, But what I did offer, I will say offer as opposed to dropping off a box at somebody's house. Yeah. That's what my parents did. I moved moved into my new house and my dad showed up with 15 (laughs) bins of stuff that he had been saving for me. And I was like, what am I going to do with this junk? And he just put it in my garage and sat there forever. So So before I let you go, Colleen Klimczak, uh, professional (laughs) organizer. The key today so far is like give give your your Christmas junk to somebody else. I did not. No, no, say that's not that. what you said. I'm just messing with you. <laughs> but is the real key to being organized at Christmas, or you know, or whatever you're celebrating, your Hanukkah, your holiday? Of course. Um, is the real key what you do at the end of this season? Oh. Because I know that when when you, every once in a while I'm ready to put up my lights. Mm-hmm. And I'll notice that past Chris <laughs> did future Chris a big solid. Chris from Chris from eleven months ago, like labeled everything. Beautiful. Like he he didn't he didn't just throw the lights in a bin because he was having a bad day. Mm-hmm. Like I remember one year I actually marked the gutter where the lights start, mm-hmm. and I I stood up there and I actually had written myself a note to future Chris. Yep. From past Chris, 
you're welcome. And I laughed at my own thing that I had written 11 months earlier. Mm -hmm. That's how crazy I am. But I mean, like, that seems to be the key. I love it. Absolutely. Because you could take some of your tips right now. Mm -hmm. But in reality, how you pack it up at the end is going to really get you going next year as well. Absolutely. So I have a couple thoughts on that one. We have what I call the um, first out, last in box. So um, it's kind of it's kind of an accounting term, sort of. So like a, a last in, last out. Um, but it's the box that comes out of the crawl space first, and then it's and and so that's our creche and our advent calendar or our advent yeah advent calendar, advent wreath, you know, a few twinkle lights, like some runners for the table, and that's stuff that all stays up until January sixth. So like. That box is the first one that comes out, and then it's also the last one that goes in. So everything is very well labeled. I can kind of, you know, we have one that's just tree stuff and one that's just ornaments. And so, yeah, labeling it and making sure that you're not just tossing things in at the end of the season to try and give yourself, uh, yeah, to do future you a favor. So, you know, we have, um, we kind of do it in phases, but those phases have been established and they're well labeled, absolutely. And then the other thing I do is I have a, like a spreadsheet or a, a, a document that I just save from year to year. The first thing when I opened it up, like in, I don't know, October or November, the first thing straight up at the very top of the form or of the document was do not buy wrapping paper. It said, you have you so much. I warned. You so warned yourself. Like when that kid shows Colleen, up with that fundraiser, yes. don't buy a bunch of wrapping paper. Past you haven't thought Colleen of did future Colleen a same thing, right. did her a solid and said, no, you do not need to buy wrapping paper because you already have all that you need. So I'll leave myself notes like that from year to year too. Um, again, it, it's something we like, we don't always get good at it because we only do it once a year. So we don't always get good at taking it out. And we don't always get good at putting it away. So anything that we can do to smooth those over is 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 a good thing and it's time well spent. It's an investment on future Chris. And and just a little side note here. If you get a note from past you <laughs> and that note is just like a middle finger. <laughs> you have problems with That's yourself true. and you need to take care of those. Colleen Klimczak has a podcast called Your Organized Life. Uh, you can get it on her website or anywhere a podcast can be found. It is everywhere. It's on the Broadcast Basement On Demand Radio Network. Uh, peace of mind. Uh, it just, uh, I, I think it's cool every time that you talk to us. Give me the website one more time. Peaceofmindpo.com. Awesome. Colleen, thanks so much for joining me. Thanks so much for having me. I'm always happy to be down here. I get a kick out of the fact that we're sitting down here at the bar. I have a 17-year-old daughter, and I'm listening to this guy at the other end, Bill, who has a six-year-old and, what is it, three- or four-year-old daughter, and you're worried about boys? My four-year-old was talking about... He's dating. About, he's dating. Yeah, he's dating? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Was, and he's older. 30. It's he's really an older weird. man. He's 30 years she's, old. I saw her picking up, and there was a boy, and his name was but Matthew. he's got a good job, boy. Matthew, and she's Matthew? saying her, her, her name, and he's saying, she's saying it back. And I go, what's going on with you and Matthew? And she literally said this to me, where I looked at my wife and go, I think she's feeling love, which is weird. Because she Whoa. goes, she said, when I think about him, I get sick. And I go, what do you mean you feel oh. sick? I go, what do you mean you feel sick, That's, honey? I guess it's cute. I go, what? Like she, goes, she goes, I don't know. It feels like weird in my stomach. Like right. I'm going to throw up every time I see him or talk to him. I'm like, stop. 
Just <laughs> He's clearly stop. giving her roofies. Uh, you are year. not the most important person in her life oh, right now. It's messed up, man. Yeah. Like when she said that, because she didn't, she didn't say she liked him. She didn't right. say anything like that. She was describing feelings of, like I said, love. Right? Like yeah. that. That feeling, like butterflies. Right? But she didn't understand it. She's just describing it to me. Me and my wife looked at each other like, "This is bad." You'll know. <laughs> you'll know that she doesn't feel that way anymore when all of a sudden she's like around you all the time and hugging you. Yeah, like after like, my Dad, daughter, can we go to the after park my again? daughter broke up with her boyfriend? It was like her father well, I know was not the, real. She's her father four, but... was the smartest, greatest guy she ever met. She sits down at the table with me just to tell me what's going on with her dad. Like immediately, immediately. Like I was like the greatest thing ever. That's what it was. Until she finds the next one. You hated that, right? Oh, I loved it. I ate it up. I ate it up. My wife wife was like, oh, you guys are like best friends now. I'm like, if this is what it's like when she breaks up with boys, like I'm, I'm all for it. Like I'm her, I'm I'm her favorite person. Yeah. She's going to be living with you forever. Yeah. If you've been injured at work, then you need someone who will fight for the care and compensation you deserve. The insurance companies will look out for themselves and their bottom lines, not you. I'm Matthew Coleman, partner and head of the work injury department at the law offices of Parenti and Norm. My team and I have the experience, dedication, and proven results it takes to fight for your rights. Call or text me today at 312-641-5926 or visit us on the web at pninjurylaw.com. It's interesting that the South Side has national monuments and most Southsiders have no idea. I remember in high school learning about Pullman and the Pullman District, and there's a national monument there, and they're having some holiday events, and Sarah Bookmeyer is a park ranger who is on the line with me right now. How are you, Sarah? I'm doing well. How are you? I'm good. I don't remember very much about it. I know I took a test, I think, senior year at Brother Ice. And I had a, it was like a Chicago history class. I was supposed to know everything about what happened over there. I, I want to say it was a labor battle. You know, it might have had to do with unions. Uh, but tell me a little bit about the monument before we jump into what you guys have coming up this weekend. Yeah, absolutely. And you you are right on the right track. So Pullman National Monument is a, a historic neighborhood on the south side of Chicago. Uh, the main drag is at 111th Street, but the whole monument district um, runs from 103rd Street. 115th Street, um, bordered by Cottage Grove um, and the Bishop Ford Highway, essentially. And we tell the story of urban planning. Pullman built an entire town for all of his factory workers um, and the factory itself, where they made luxury rail cars. So the innovation in rail travel is another big story of the Pullman Palace Car Company. And then, uh, as you said, there is a big uh, labor strike. So there are two big labor uh, history events at Pullman. One is the strike in 1894, and that is actually connected to the establishment of Labor Day as a national holiday. And then the other big story is the story of the Brotherhood of Sleeping Car Porters. They were the all-African-American part of the Pullman workforce who provided service on the trains. They didn't live in the neighborhood, and they weren't part of that strike in 1894, but they did form their own union in 1925, led by A. Philip Randolph, who would go on to become a prominent civil rights leader. So we have lots of big stories um, to tell here at Pullman National Monument, um, and it's a, it's a really cool, special place in Chicago. So coming up this Saturday, you have an event going on December the 10th. Uh, it starts at noon, goes until four over at the National Monument. And I think it's kind of cool that a I mean, this is a national monument. This isn't something that's like a state thing. This isn't something that's just for the area. I mean, you, you basically work for the exact same branch of the government as the people that are in Yellowstone National Park, right? 
That's exactly right. Right. And people don't get that sometimes, that they have national monuments, national parks right here in this area on the south side. So if people want to go on over and check it out on Saturday, uh, what do you have going on? So on Saturday, we have an event called Holiday Traditions at Holman National Monument. And we are celebrating um, partly the um, immigrant populations um, of the workers at the Pullman factory. So at 12, we'll be having a historic ornament demonstration by one of our current Pullman residents, Robert Chukowski, who has a Ukrainian background um, and actually Many of the workers um, in the 1920s and 30s worked for Pullman as riveters and car builders. So we're honoring their Christmas traditions by making some Ukrainian-style um, ornaments. Then Santa is actually coming to visit at 2 o'clock. He has been experiencing some labor issues of his own. <laughs> is that what the story is going to be? Santa's going to get there and be like the elves are trying to unionize? Well, the thing is about uh, the historic parks is that you can get a lot of good information. It's not just about seeing pretty things. So Santa knows that we here in 1894 had uh, a very similar situation. So he'll tell you all about that. And we'll talk about how he might be able to to solve his labor issues, maybe in a different way than George Coleman did, um, because things didn't go well for him in 1894. And then, you know, once he's done telling his story, then we you'll be able to take a picture with Santa, make some more ornaments, have some cookies and hot cocoa. And then we're going to head outside to the factory grounds to our uh, little Christmas tree and um, do a lighting ceremony around the tree. So since this is a national park, and once again, for those that don't know exactly where this is, 610 East 111th Street is the exact mm-hmm. address for the National Monument, although, as you said, it's much bigger than just like a storefront there. I mean, that's a, that's a large area that, you, that you're covering. And so people are going to come onto the grounds as a national park. Is there a fee to get in there on that day? Is there a fee for the pictures with Santa Claus? What do people have to expect? That's a great question. There is no fee ever to come to the uh, National Monument um, to our visitor center. And we're open seven days a week, uh, nine to five. Um, And all of our programs are free all year round. So this program is included in that. Pictures of Santa are free. You'll take your own picture. We'll have a a setup for you to take your own picture. Um, And we'll also be having expanded hours on the 10th as well. Uh, We have an event going on in the visitor center. So the exhibits and the gift shop will be open until 8 p.m. So if anybody wants to do any holiday shopping, they'll be able to do that that night as well. Sarah, before I let you go, I am curious because I don't think we've ever had anybody from a National Park Service on Southside Pod before. So uh, while I got you here, I'm just kind of curious, how do you end up doing this? Because we exchanged some emails today. I see you have a Ph.D. and I'm like, wow, park ranger with a Ph.D. Like you must really love what you do. Yes, absolutely. And I think that's true of all of the park rangers uh, here at Pullman and so many of the other park rangers that I've uh, that I've met. Um, we actually just had a program on Sunday um, answering that exact question, how to be a ranger. Um, fortunately, it was recorded, and that recording will be up on our website soon. Um, but there are all kinds of paths to being a park ranger um, and all kinds of ways to be a park ranger. 
I have a PhD. That's uh, not to say that you need a PhD to be a park ranger. It just happened that, A, I am from the area, um, and I was interested in Pullman while I was working on my degree, and I started as a seasonal ranger, so that's a temporary uh, a temporary park ranger gig, which is where a lot, how a lot of people start um, as, a, as a seasonal ranger. But yeah, there's all kinds of uh, different, different types of jobs that fall under the umbrella of park ranger. It's funny to me because I think, I think I'm just, uh, I always had a different picture of park rangers because I just grew up watching Yogi Bear steal uh, picnic baskets from the park ranger. And he, he didn't seem like he was very good at his job. So, I mean, you (laughs) seem like you're on the ball and uh, I know that you have this, I mean, look, it's a nationwide thing. If you've ever been to a national park, you meet these people that do uh, what Sarah does and they are very dedicated and, and seem to really enjoy being there. I walked through Boston, I want to say about a year or so ago and everything Mm -hmm. when you walk through that city is a national monument. So it's constantly yeah. park rangers that are there inside of the buildings when you're walking along and you're checking out where battles were, when you're going and checking out where Paul Revere used to sit down and, and, and talk about revolution, like all of that stuff. Every time you walk into a historical place, it's a national monument. And there's park rangers in there. So it seems to me like you could pretty much do anything that you're interested in. And and Pullman must have just uh, I, I'm, I'm going to say this here and I'm, I can't believe I'm saying on the podcast because it's going to sound stupid. Pullman must have pulled you in. Yes. <laughs> Show's over at this point. I can't believe I said it that way. I didn't know where else to go. And it does. Yeah. And Pullman does have this, you know, mysterious uh, quality of um, almost like casting a spell over people because um, it is just such a cool place. And. Um, you know, Chicago has such great history, but it's really special that the National Park Service um, has recognized this place on the south side of Chicago um, as a place that is that is worth preserving because there are so many just like really big, really consequential stories that aren't just about Chicago, but, you know, are about uh, America writ large. Um, and it is really cool to to be able to work here. All right. So if you're looking for something for you, the family, the kids, whoever, uh, noon until four this Saturday, December the 10th, 610 East 111th Street. Uh, go see Sarah and everybody else over at the Pullman National Monument. Santa Claus is going to be there. He has labor issues with the elves and uh, so much more. Sarah, I really appreciate you jumping on Southside Pod and telling us all about it. Yeah, thanks so much for having me. We look forward to seeing everybody on Saturday. There's even more going on this weekend around the South Side, and that's why we finished the show with the South Side Bulletin Board brought to you by Cool Clouds Vapor Shop. Quitting smoking is hard, and Cool Clouds has an alternative. Plus, they have great CBD products in a brand new location, still in Evergreen Park, but at the corner of 95th and Kedzie, 3148 West 95th Street. See more at CoolCloudsVapor.com. Primo's Ice Cream at 5540 West 95th Street kicks off the weekend in Oak Lawn with the Grinch appearing with a bonfire at Primo's. You get ice cream, you get fire, weird combination, but the Grinch is there, so it makes sense. Saturday at 6.30, something I might make it over to at Blue Island Beer Company, dedicated a benefit for the American Diabetes Association. This is the new wave quintet known as Sonic 45, that is founded by, and he'll be there playing, Len Casper, the radio play-by-play announcer for the Chicago White Sox. Once again, at Blue Island Beer Company, Saturday, 
13357 Old Western Avenue, a suggested donation of one canned food item will be collected at the door. The next day at the exact same location, Blue Island Beer Company, we heard about it last week, the True to the Holiday Craft Fair and Krampus, the True to the Holiday Craft Fair and Krampus Market, or Krampus. If you don't understand that whole thing, you got to listen to last week's Southside Pod, anywhere podcasts can be found and always at southsidepod.com. The Streets Arts Alliance has a craft fair. There's also going to be a Krampus or a Krampus. I still don't know what you call it. Kicks off at 1 p.m., goes till 5. An incredible amount of artists. And like I said, learn more listening to our previous episode right there at southsidepod.com. The last items of the show are brought to you by SidSauce.net, small batch flavor-packed hot sauces, peppers growing on the south side, delivered to your door for free. To most of you that are listening to Southside Pod, get the full selection, make your order online at SidSauce.net. And we go to Lamont, where the tractors are now rolling through Lamont downtown starting this weekend. The holiday hayrides are kicking off again. You can also enjoy the lights of Lamont, on a tractor the 16th, 17th, 23rd, and 30th of this month. But this Sunday in Lamont, they have the Holiday Pet Parade. This is their second annual Ugly Sweater Pet Parade. Do they put the ugly sweaters on the pets? It's going to kick off on Front Street at 1 p.m. There's going to be prizes for the ugliest sweater and the most merry pet. I'm guessing if your pet has a matching ugly sweater, you win all the prizes. Registration includes a free drink ticket at Pollyanna Brewery. Man, the breweries are busy this weekend. I'm going to be drinking. If you have not yet subscribed to Southside Pod, do so. Don't miss an episode. If you want to reach out to us, do so. You can leave us a voice message. You can type up a comment right there at southsidepod.com. It's the Southside! It's the Southside! It's Southside Pod! Y'all come back now, you hear?